everyone. Welcome back to this podcast and to the very first episode of the Study Abroad series. Today, I'm taking you with me to London. And let's just set the scene a little bit, shall we? So here is a direct excerpt from my travel diary that I kept while I was there. I don't know what it is about this city, but I find it so charismatic. Maybe it's the clear-cut, pristine white buildings with pops of vibrant red double-decker buses, or the sound of British accents drifting through the air as I pass people by on the sidewalk. Regardless, I love everything about London. So that was written February 4th of 2019. And as much as I love the city of London, the biggest thing that I took away from that trip was how things don't always go as planned. And that's what I want the topic to be for today. And the goal with this is to understand how to react and respond when that does happen. Not only for me, moving forward with my life, but also in your own life, because it happens to all of us. We have these plans and they don't always go as we want them to. So personally, I'm a huge planner. I will be the first to admit that I'm the worst at anything impromptu. I have to plan out my days, weeks, even months ahead of time because I like to know where I'm going and what's ahead. And so for me, traveling is no different. (laughs) I have this tendency to try to plan out every hour of the trip because I want to make the most out of everything. And I think part of that stems from the fact that I realize how much of a privilege and how much of a blessing it is to be able to travel. I know that Not everyone can afford to travel. Not everyone can get the time off of work or make time for it. And so I think that's part of the reason why I tend to overplan things is because I know that it's such a privilege and I want to make the most out of it. And so planning is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But overplanning I've learned can take away from being open to experiences and circumstances that arise that maybe don't go according to your plan. And sometimes those end up being the most memorable. And that was certainly the case in London. So there were four things in particular that did not go as planned during that trip. And so I'm going to kind of tell those four different stories and share with you what happened there. The first thing that did not go as planned was the fact that Big Ben was completely under construction while I was there. And so Big Ben was one of the first things that my friends and I did when we got there. And it's one of those things that you don't really have to put a whole lot of planning into. It's not like you have to buy tickets to see it. You just kind of walk by and see it and take pictures. And so we had completely 
miss the fact that it was under construction and probably still is under construction. From what I remember, they said it was going to be under construction until like 2020 or 2021 maybe. And so we got there and we're looking around and we see where it should be and we kind of stop and we were just confused. And then we realized that it was there, but it was completely covered in scaffolding. The only part that you could kind of make out was the clock part, but everything else was completely hidden under the scaffolding. And I remember being very disappointed at first because who doesn't want to get a picture with Big Ben? It's probably the most iconic piece of London and the most iconic image. And so that was kind of a hard way to start out the trip because we weren't expecting that. But we learned to roll with the punches and we moved on to the next thing and learned from that. And so that was the first thing. (laughs) The second thing was the fact that the weather was less than ideal when we were there. Granted, it's London, so I think you naturally expect it to be kind of overcast and cold, especially in February when we were there. But not only was it cold, but it was also raining on one day in particular that we were there. And, but the rain actually ended up being kind of a cool thing because one of the things we did was saw the Tower Bridge. And the Tower Bridge has these turquoise blue accents. And the rain and the overcast, it almost made that blue on the bridge pop that much more. And so the pictures I have going back and looking at that are just really pretty and cool just getting to see the contrast between that bright blue and the overcast sky. And going along with that, one of the other things we did was go to the Shard, which is London's highest skyscraper. And it really looks like a shard of glass just sticking up into the sky. It's a really cool piece of architecture. And it definitely defines the skyline of London. And so we had gone up there to enjoy the view and get a drink. And it was approaching sunset or what would have been sunset if you could actually see the sun amidst all the clouds. (laughs) But as the, the day transitioned into night, you just had these water droplets on the glass looking out into the city of London and it was just the most beautiful beautiful image and I have pictures of it and it was just gorgeous and so even though the rain kind of put a damper and made it a little bit harder to get around the city it it just added to the experience And we ended up going to a pub one of the days that it was raining. And it just made the pub that much more warm and welcoming and inviting. And I remember I had ordered a meat pie and mashed potatoes with gravy. 
And it was just the definition of comfort food. And so even though the weather wasn't bright and sunny and warm, which maybe I would have preferred, looking back, I think it just added to the experience and it just made it that much more memorable. So the third thing I want to talk about is honestly a funny story and it was quite the ordeal and that was getting locked out of the hotel room that my friends and I were staying at. So we had picked a boutique hotel. It was called the Blades Hotel and it was on this very beautiful, quaint, quiet street. It was within walking distance of the Victoria Station of the Underground Tube and honestly it was also within walking distance of a few of the attractions in London. I think it was about a mile or so walk, so pretty doable if you wanted to. But it was honestly a great hotel. I loved it. They had a free breakfast in the morning that was a very traditional English-style breakfast, and the rooms were perfectly set up. I think ours had like two twin beds and then one queen bed. So it was the perfect size for the four of us. And it was just very quaint. It added to the whole London experience. But the thing about this hotel was because it wasn't a large chain, it wasn't open 24-7. So it had these sets of doors. So there was a set to get into kind of the main section and then another door to get into the lobby. So there were two doors that you had to get through. And so in the normal day, these doors were open. But at night, once it hit a certain time, I don't know what time it was, but these doors locked and you needed your room key to get through those two doors. And so we only had one set of keys, which was fine because the four of us were together for pretty much the entire trip, except for one particular night when my friend and I decided to stay out a little bit later than our other two friends. And we didn't really think about it at the time, but when we tried to come back, we realized that we couldn't even get into the hotel. We couldn't even get to the lobby because of those double doors. And I don't even think we fully realized that they were going to lock, And so we're sitting outside and keep in mind it's cold, it's rainy. (laughs) And so we call one of our friends and thankfully she was still awake. So she comes out and she doesn't have the key with her. And she thought that she could just open the first set of doors and reach the other doors while still holding open the second one but it was too far of a distance and she couldn't reach the second door from where she was at holding the other door open. And so she decided there was a stack of papers. I think they were brochures or something for the hotel that were in that area. And so she had the bright idea to get the brochure and stick it in the crack of the door to try to keep it from closing and so instead of getting something concrete like a rock or really anything else to prop it open she gets this piece of paper 
And my friend and I are watching as this happens and we're like, oh my gosh, this is not going to (laughs) work. We're just watching this unfold. And sure enough, she slips it in there. And as the door closes, it just completely locks. It doesn't even phase it or prevent it at all from closing. (laughs) And so now she's stuck between the two doors. And so she lets us in the first set, but then now we're all locked out of the other set of doors. And so we're just sitting in there and thankfully we're out of the cold now and out of the rain, but we're still not in the building, in the lobby. (laughs) And I honestly thought we were going to have to spend the night in that little area because our other friend was sleeping. And so we're just laughing because it was just the funniest situation. Like we were just like, how could this happen? (laughs) And so finally we keep calling our friend and I don't know if she had her ringer on or what, but finally she ended up waking up. And of course she's confused and doesn't really know what's going on, but she comes out and eventually lets us all in. But it was just, it was honestly one of my most prominent memories out of the whole trip to London because it was just so funny and we still all laugh about it to this day. So even though it wasn't ideal, it was, it was funny and it made the experience that much more worth remembering. So, and then the fourth thing that happened was almost missing our flight back to Rome. So, on the way to London, we had taken a bus from the airport to the station that was near our hotel. And we did that because it was a little bit cheaper than the express train. But on the way going back to the airport, we decided we wanted to take the express train because it was a lot quicker And that would let us have more time to do stuff on our last day there. And so we had purchased these tickets ahead of time online so that all we would have to do is show up to the station on the day of and ride the train. And so our flight wasn't till like seven o'clock at night. So we were doing stuff throughout the day and eventually we get to the train station And we're trying to figure out where the train is and we don't see any signs or anything. And so we're walking around and finally we go up and ask one of the workers and we ask them, so where do we get on the train? What are we supposed to do? And the worker tells us that the express train doesn't run on Sundays. And keep in mind, our flight was on a Sunday. And we were like, what? Because we had physically purchased tickets online and it let us buy tickets for Sunday. And so we show him our tickets and sure enough, it says that date and everything. And we had the tickets printed out. And this worker was very confused and they were like, well, that shouldn't have happened because this train doesn't run on Sundays. And immediately we start to panic because... The train takes a lot less time than the bus. So we had allotted enough time to take the train to the airport, but we hadn't budgeted enough time to account for, first of all, the delay in 
finding out that the train doesn't even run. But second of all, we had to try to track down the next bus that was leaving. So we run, we find the next bus that is leaving to the airport. We hop on and we get to the airport and we barely have enough time before our plane is supposed to board. And we are going through security. And let me tell you, London security, TSA security was the most strict out of all the countries that I went to, even more strict than I think the U.S. is. And I don't know if it's still like that, but or maybe it was just the line that we were going through or I don't know what it was, but they were, first of all, very backed up. And second of all, my roommate is very into makeup. And so at the London airport, they expect you to put all your liquids in a clear plastic bag. And my roommate had some small makeup items like mascara that weren't in that plastic bag. And somehow the security machine had picked that up. And so her stuff got pulled aside to be inspected but it took I want to say like 15 or 20 minutes for the workers to even get to inspecting it so we're already in a rush and we obviously can't leave her behind so we're just waiting there and panicking and this airport is really big too like you have to maneuver your way around to find your gate and so we're stressing that we're not gonna be able to get there in time and so finally she gets her bag and we just start sprinting like straight up sprinting it reminded me honestly of the movie home alone when the McAllister family is just running through the airport trying to catch their flight that's exactly what this scene was looking like as we were just dashing through the airport. We were dodging in and out of people and it was it was a workout honestly because we even had our stuff on us and yeah, so we were run, we finally make it to our gate and we had made it just in time. So we ended up making our flight, thank goodness. But we are definitely it was in the nick of time. So I don't know. So looking back, these are some of the moments that I remember most about London. Why is that? Honestly, because my friends and I had to go with the flow. We had to let loose. We had to laugh about a lot of these less than ideal circumstances. And yeah, in the moment, things were stressful. But even shortly after the fact, we were laughing about it. And honestly, I find it even more funny now. And so I guess plans, you know, they help give structure to our lives. But I would argue that some of my most memorable moments and probably some of your most memorable moments are things that you didn't plan for. Maybe you're experiencing that right now, especially with everything that's happening around the world with the coronavirus. Heck, I was looking forward to one of the best summers of my life. I was excited about my internship, excited about my friends who are coming to the city for their internships who normally don't live there, and just experiencing summer in Chicago. And all of that got taken away. But 
you know what? You would not be listening to this episode right now if all of that had gone as I planned. So I guess my point is, take a moment to be grateful for the circumstances in your life where things didn't go as planned. What did you gain from that? What did you learn about yourself? How did your life change? Even though we can't always control what happens, we're always in control of our response. And that right there is what I want to leave you with today. So I hope you enjoyed hearing about my trip to London. If you want to see pictures of some of the things I described and other descriptions of the places I went to and the other things that I did while in London, I encourage you to head over to my website, which is liveoutinspiration.com and get excited for next week where I'm going to be taking you along with me to Florence, Italy. So thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye.